beautiful Sunday evening drive our time. And a show that gets you listening to business gurus talk about their fantastic business and perhaps business consultants and uh, business coach tell incredible stories about wonderful, wonderful, amazing, determined entrepreneurs on the deserts of commerce treasurous African business environment. every day with Dr. Wentin and hosts and guests and we're on your line on Facebook and Kadore Fan. Welcome, I've got Farmasholu uh, Alfred listening in from Ikurudu. Welcome. Yes, welcome back. Hello, it's Dr. Wentin. We ride online. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're listening to us in any part of the world, because we are live. We are live on the social media and on anchor.fm. On tonight's episode, we'll be talking about what to do before you start a business in Nigeria, or in Africa, or wherever in any part of this continent, how to start a profitable business here in Nigeria. Right. Say you're coming into the country, or perhaps you've heard about the, the beautiful, beautiful, huge market potential that this wonderful country possesses, and you want to return in here and start doing business. There are procedures that you must follow. And then there are tips that you need to have anchored behind yourself and that keeps you going before you actually get into the, the marketplace. It's important. Now, I must, I must tell you at this point that every country has their different business regulation and every countries also have so many legalities and uh, regulation and status law that you must conform to before you start business. But then there are some other rather um, unusual things that you must also do, especially in Africa where we don't really have a very, very control regimented procedures right so if you're just coming in you're welcome 
and his dad went in on Wiragam line on Facebook and Anchor.fm and we'll be talking about what you must do first before you actually jump into the swimming ocean of business in Africa and Nigeria in particular. You see, number one, there's no amount of money you might think you have. I need to tell you, the business shack environment of Nigeria will open up its mouth and take it all. Just know that. <laughs> so, what you must do first is to evaluate yourself. You do the complete self-evaluation of yourself. Once you have made up your mind to start a business in Nigeria or any part of West Africa, it doesn't really matter where, you need to carefully evaluate yourself by doing an aptitude assessment of yourself to drive an enterprise in the wilderness of inconsistent infrastructural environments. So if you're coming from a continent like America, Europe, Latin America, Asia, and you have idea that is churning your brain round and round and round, it's important for you to first of all examine yourself because the fact that you are ticking well in those environments does not necessarily mean the same will go for you here. So you need to do an aptitude test of your strengths, of your weaknesses, and perhaps your ability to see opportunities and identify threats in your environment. So, those are very, very important. Those are the areas where you need to put pen and paper to the particular business enterprise and environment and assess yourself if true and truly you are really ready to do business in Nigeria. Okay, now depending on your choice of enterprise or idea, you need to develop a pestle analysis of the best location to domicile your business either by states, whether it be the capital, or whether the economic nerve center, or perhaps you just feel for location or localization of raw materials, it's so important that you develop a thorough pestle analysis. So, okay, what is pestle analysis? Now, you got to understand the P stands for political stability or instability overall environments of Nigeria or Africa where you want to do the business, you need to look at the political activities of the leadership because if government policies don't support your business, you are in trouble. If you go to a state where you have double control of political parties, where maybe one arm of the politics control the state legislature and the other um, a political party is controlled by governor. I can assure you, <laughs> you're in trouble. No, let's just face it, you're in trouble. Then you got to look at the economic analysis of the country, the state, the local government and council area. How good is the economic situation of that particular area where you want to start doing your business? For example, if you decide to do business in Abuja because it's the city, it's the state capital, 
what is the economic situation in Abuja compared to, uh, to Lagos? Or perhaps com compared to economic activities in Portacot? Or economic activities in Calabar? Or in Edo or wherever? You've got to be able to analyze the economic parameters that support your business idea or your agribusiness, whichever you plan to do. Then you need to consider the social. You got to do the social trend. The social trend of the environment, will that social trend re respond to the market communication of your business idea? Or does your business idea really sort out the social trend challenges? In the state or local government or council or countryside, you need to be able to check that. It's so important. Then wherever you're going to set up your business, you want to consider the T, which is technology. How ready, how readily adaptable is technology in this environment? Like, for example, I can tell you now, look, this is Lagos, Nigeria, and we're doing a very important discussion or talk show in terms of starting up a business, I can tell you how many people are online. How many people are using their data? You see, a lot of people will think, I ah, know I cannot put on my data, da, 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 da. but you, you stand to gain a lot. You stand to benefit in many ways. How much is the data compared to the new knowledge that you will, you will get up to learn coming online? So that is the point. And some people will say, oh, no, my telephone is expensive. And you go to look at that. The rate of adoption of technology in the particular area that you want to set up your business. For example, if you're going to set up your business in Kano or Kaduna, wow, you know, it's so simple. Those people listen a lot to radio. Does it resonate with your business? If it doesn't resonate with your business, then perhaps, okay, I decide to think, okay, FCT, those people spend a lot of time on their television. So it's so important that you get it right. Technology adaptation, wherever you're going to set up your business, is very, very important. Then you go to consider environmental analysis. If you're not considering environmental analysis and you just think, boom, you're going to go to a place like, um, say, Bayasa, you know? Is the environment conducive for your type of business? You know? Like, for example, if you're going to set up your, comp your, your, your business in, uh, in Calabar, perhaps you have something associated with tourism. Then you might be thinking, oh, yeah, Ubudu Ranch, you know? Or, oh, um... Uh, Yankari Games Reserve, you know, you got to have something that is most favorable in terms of environmental, economic development and acceptance of your business idea. You got to be sure your environment is peaceful. You got to be sure there is no issue of banditry. There is no issue of uh, uh, what is the other one, terrorism. They all pay very important cost and role in you setting up your business. Because if the environment is not conducive for business, then you're in trouble. The environment also consider infrastructure as well. How good is the road network? 
Thank you very much. I've got uh, Honorable Jessica listening in. Fantastic. So you got to consider environmental security. That is part of the reason and some of the areas that you must consider before starting up in business. Like, for example, I have a friend who returned from America to set up a ranch in Castina. Since the last three or five weeks, this guy has been calling me, calling me, calling me. I said, well, just hang on in there and... Um, talk to the commissioner of police for the state and see how best they can help you you know so that is very very important environmental analysis is very very important then the last of the pestle analysis is legal you got to consider wherever you're starting up this business what is the state of the judicial race in the state or local government or council area what is the legal system like? Does it support business? If there is any need for industrial arbitration, can you get it as at when due in the state, in the country, in the local government area, in the local council area? You got to be sure. Now, when it comes to documentation of your business, how seamless, how seamless is it? For example, you might think, oh, yeah, I want to start my business. I'm going to Abuja. Yes, fine. It's the city capital. It's the state capital. It's the, it's the center of government. But then, does it really mean you can get your CAC done as, as you want it? You might even be in Lagos and still get this done properly or faster. So it all depends. These are some of the key areas that you must consider before you jump and say, to start doing business in a particular area. Pestel analysis is very, 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 very important. You need to do your personal analysis. That is number one thing. Without your personal analysis, you're going to spend your money. I'm afraid you could be in trouble. So once you've completed your personal analysis and you have seen your strengths, you've ameliorated weaknesses, and you know, what opportunity lies in this location, then you begin to think about the idea that you have as a business, you know, by checking if this really fits into the market choice of your location. It is very, very important. Let me give you a very good idea. You know, if you want to start in dairy production and you think, oh, okay, I can get land cheaply in all your states. Now, the question remains. The question remains. Does these people really, really buy milk? If they buy milk, what is the volume of people that appreciate milk in all your states? Or you might just say, mm, I think in the north. Yes, Fratinunu and cheese and all of, oh yeah, yeah, okay, I want to go to the north. So you've got to consider that. It's not just for you to say, oh, okay, because you are from the south, yeah, you know, okay, let me jump into that and start in your state. For example, you know, your state, you must consider the fact that it is heavily, heavily rainforest zone. So, your idea, does it fit into that rainforest zone or perhaps it fits into up north where it's just savanna shrub. You have to consider that. That is so important. So, you need to then follow on once you have made up your mind, 
to conduct proper market analysis. You got to do proper market research. Because once you have decided, okay, I want to be in Lagos, you got to understand the market environment of Lagos relative to your business idea. You got to find out what is the size of the market relative to your production capacity. You got to be able to, your, your market research will tell you that. And then you want to find out what is the volume volume of that market because if you say oh yeah there's a there's market in lagos let's take for example nightclub yes if you're going to locate your nightclub in lekki for example you got to find out what is the volume of attendance because if the volume of attendance is not relative to the amount of money you are spending on a daily basis then it means the market volume which is in terms of cash, it's very, very small. Because it's an eyebrow area. For crying out loud, are you sure the local council allows you to establish a nightclub in Lekki just because it's, it's a, 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 a high up, a high end, expensive location? So you've got to be sure your, your market research will identify that for you. And we're quite a lot of Market Research Associates. I mean, I don't know. I would love to hear from uh, Abidemi because she is into marketing research and is a member of We Ride Online. She should have just been able to you know, shed some light about that more. Because you need to do your own, whether it's primary research or desktop research or you get foot on the, uh, on, on the field to go out there and do some uh, interview for you, right? Okay, so you conducted business analysis, now you begin to build a very good feedback and data bank of your information because these are going to be very, very important to you. It is so important because they will guide every step of your decision making within the area where you have actually decided to locate your business. So it is very, very important that you build a data bank from all the feedback of analysis that is coming to you. Okay, now the next thing you want to do is create your business plan. You see, you got to do a beautiful business plan that is not only a guide for yourself, but that is attractive to potential investors or perhaps banks if you're going to need extra fund, okay? You might decide to do it yourself, it's fine, but it's most of the time for the benefit of hindsight. I always recommend that you get a professional to help you develop your business plan. You have the idea, fantastic, but someone is going to interpret the vision of your dream and give it life. So it becomes operational it becomes easy for you to develop a value proposition then it becomes easy for you to develop operational models and modality that is very 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 important you know like for example yes you are a good farmer nobody is saying you don't have a good farming idea but the question is you know how to plant or you know how to look after your lifestyle 
But do you actually know how to do your farm accounting? Do you know how to do your farm land soil fertility analysis? You see, all of these are some of the areas that whoever is helping you to build your business plan, designs, and lay out the paths and phase that you need to go through to grow your farm or food processing unit and interact with the market. It's so important to get someone professional to help you create your business plan. Okay. Then you need to get a base for your business funding. It could be a choice. Maybe, okay, you're coming from abroad. You think you got thousands of pounds or thousands of dollars. I can tell you, if you're doing business in Nigeria, Nigerian business environment is just going to open its mouth and swallow everything. Come in with one billion pounds or one billion dollars. Nigeria business environment will swallow it. Boom. So at a point, you have no choice. But to develop a concept in your mind. Oh, yeah, I'm starting this business. Do I want to spend my money? Or do I want to spend people's money? And do I want to get into partnership and look for people with like minds? So that for the foresight that I have, they have the hindsight. And together we can drive an entrepreneur um, uh, empire. You might also want to think about bank. The choice of bank. You need to take your time and understudy all the different high street banks. Understudy all the different microfinance banks out there. And perhaps, maybe... You might decide to say, all right, okay, I want to make it the modern area. Why not? And get a tremendous professional idea into crowdfunding. Quite remarkable. A lot of organizations coming up all over the world now are doing crowdfunding. And, um, you know, they are successful. You might decide to get involved, you know, through an angel investor, which is, which is quite good for you. Or perhaps you might decide to move up and say, no, 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 I just want, I just want a venture uh, capitalist. So bring them in, they sit on your finance control, and you are the chairman or CEO, and together you run a beautiful business idea, selling solution in the market and making all the profit that is required. Well, at this point, once you have all these structures and all this stuff being together, you need to decide to register your business because if you don't register your business nobody's going to recognize you nobody's going to recognize you but from the data you've put together since you enter the country and you're looking around and you you're taking all the, the right steps you might decide to say oh yeah okay it's going to be limited liability or it's going to be partnership or perhaps it's going to be um just a sole proprietor don't forget the new um company allied matters act of 2020 has changed so many things now. That's what we call Business Partnerships Limited. That's what we call Sole Proprietorship Limited. <laughs> and then there's what we call Limited Liability Company that goes on to become a PLC. So you've got to understand the regulatory structures that are around because these two will also determine who funds you, who get attracted to your business brand. This is very, very important. So 
and then again it helps you to get tax exemption and import and export duty extension ex exemption and all of this so it's so important that you get all your documentation done. look that reminds me we go back to your pastel analysis remember where i mentioned legal now the legal side of pastel analysis will open up all of this info information to you because you have taken your time to understand the judicial system or the environment where you want to set up your business. You can begin to see why pastel analysis is very, very important. It is very, very important. You can come from any part of the world, even whether it's America or Germany or France or Russia, where, where the business environment is fantastic. You still come back home and do the pastel analysis of Nigeria business environment. So, well, depending upon your type of business, you may need to join one or two uh, business associations because it's very important. You have NASI, you have NASIMA, you have NASME, you have MEMESME, and there's so many of them to join out there. And you have the Legal Chamber of Commerce and all of them. They're numerous. So it's for your benefit in terms of advocacy, security, protection, uh, support, uh, call it whatever. In fact, best of all, networking. Because if you, if you were to join an association of clubs, you find all, all the big guys in those clubs, they are going to be your first mouthpiece to churn out to the community. Oh, we've got a new kid on the block. He's got a fantastic uh, vehicle or machinery or publishing or whatever you begin to get businesses from there and look at it they connect you to local government to state government to, you know you just have to become a part of a business association so well that is how much you can take now because if you want to keep talking about business doing business in, in, in Africa, probably it's so much to think about, but I'm just going to summarize it again to say, look, before you get into doing business in Nigeria, it's important that you analyze the environment. Where do you want to start? Is the environment conducive to do business? The infrastructure ability there, is it available? Is it in comatose? You got to look at all of those. Then, what happens in the rainy season? What happens in dry season? Is all of this directly or indirectly pivotal in whatever business you're doing? It is pivotal in any business you're doing. It affects the flow of income in any business you're doing. It also, because you see, some countries may not have seasonality, but in in Africa, Africa have, oh, I, I don't know how to describe whether it's friendly seasonality environment or because, for example, in Europe, they are used to their seasonalities and there are a lot of, whether it's portable or big machineries to help you weather this time, whatever the season that you got. In the rainy season in Africa, particularly in Nigeria, uh, okay, imagine rainy season in the southeast of Nigeria. Don't you know you're on your own? <laughs> You're on your own. So you want to decide what sort of business you want to go do in the southeast. Or perhaps, okay, uh, our south-south, in which case majority of the south-south states are below the water level. You know. 
So, except you are into tourism and events and all of those, you know, I'm not saying you can't do other business, but I'm just saying when you look at the localization of business, labor, when you go to the south-south and you are into tourism and festivity and all of those, posh, you are in the right place. <laughs> you are in the right place. So, well, anyway, if you have any questions, if you have any question, because like I said to you, we have a lot of network of professionals uh, in our network. Whether you want your business plan done, whether you want viability analysis done, perhaps you, you want to organize training, you want marketing analysis. We've got all these professionals, well, in our own enterprise and then perhaps some of our partners, like I mentioned to you, uh, Precision Edge. Uh, by uh, Mrs. Ojoawo. She's one of the members of our radio. So if you want to do uh, marketing analysis uh, of your product, of your business, of our establishment, you know, she, she, she's there. And then we also have them, um, we have numerics, numerics international, in terms of whether you want loan, you want an LC from Singapore, from Dubai, or wherever. So we have all this partnership. They are part of us. Or perhaps you you, you are in a business and um, you want to do whether it's soil analysis, whether it's um, laboratory analysis before you you face NAVDAC and all of this. We have a team that can help you. And then if, if for example, it's if you have um, you know you want in loan, you know we have Empower Capital. Empower is actually uh, a financing. Um, of um, uh, Barclays Bank, United Kingdom. So if you want loan, uh, they are there, ready to, to, to support you. So we've actually strong this network cobweb of professional, especially for people who are coming into Africa or Nigeria for the first time. And before you actually start spending your money, uh, it's a good idea to talk, to, you know, have, have, have a chat with some of these are our network of partners, and uh, they, they, they're there to, to help you. Uh, and if you, if you want uh, um, a venture capitalist uh, linkage, there we have our R&J India. It is um, part of Kelrams. They are in five star. So if you if you are thinking big and you need their money, yeah, we could link you up, and um, it'd be an opportunity for you to come back home, sit down, and not perhaps. Um, checking back again because usually when you come from Europe or America and you want to go back, man, you're going to start all over again. I can tell you that because things are changing every day. <laughs> Just get to know that things are changing every day. So when you come in, make sure you're well planned, make sure you're doing the right thing, make sure you are singing the right song and blowing the right trumpet. Well, Excuse me, please. Thank you very much. That's how much we can take on this um, episode of starting a business in Africa or Nigeria. Um, I must tell you, they are, you know, we are just literally the same. If you're going to go to Ghana, you're going to go to um, uh, wherever. Because, look, Entrepreneur Digest Africa have actually outlined a few countries like Morocco, Ghana, Nigeria, South Africa, Botswana, Angola. Um, you see, it's unfortunate because Nigeria came uh, ninth position in this. I, I don't know why. 
we got about 200 and plus um, million population. How can we be number nine in, 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 the, in some of the best 10 countries where you can start a business? Well, they know the parameters or the indexes for analysis, but I'm very sure from what we have just given you in terms of hints and tips, should be able to help you to get your foot right in doing business in Nigeria. So, thank you very much. I want to say thank you very much to Farmer Shelu Alfred for listening. I want to say thank you very much to Honorable Muduka Jessica Bewaji. Oh, my darling sister, thank you for listening in. <laughs> then I want to say thank you oh, Felix. Look, Felix, can you just send me a signal that you speak English? <laughs> As Felix from Brazil, well, thank you very much. Then I got Rebecca on Zoom as well, all the way from France. Brothers and sisters, wherever you are there, please, I don't want you to take things for granted. Make sure you use your face mask. And remember to carry with you a very small tub of sanitizer. So if you can get to wash your hands, at least you can use the sanitizer. And please maintain the physical distancing. It's very, very important. Please don't, don't take it for granted. You never know who's got the COVID. And it's not written on anybody's forehead. So stay safe, keep alive. And I want to wish you a very wonderful new week ahead as the month comes to an end. Take care now and have a wonderful time. It's been We Radio Online on Facebook and Anchor.fm with Dr. Wemton.